Welcome to the Fearless Mom Podcast, where our goal is to give practical tips and tools to help moms actually enjoy parenting. Whether you're watching or listening by yourself or you're with a group, we're just so glad that you've joined us. And remember, we never wanna add to your already long to-do list. We just wanna help you be intentional with what you're already doing. Welcome to the Fearless Mom Podcast. This is Julie Richard, the founder of Fearless Mom. I'm so glad you're joining us today, especially if you are catching it the week that we're publishing it. That means that you're listening to this as Christmas is getting here quickly. And we are thinking of you, praying for you as you navigate celebrating the holidays. And um, I know it's not easy for everyone. It's a chaotic time, but guys... Our prayer is that you take a moment to pause and ponder what this holiday is really all about, that you set your um, holiday heart on the true meaning of the season, and um, I pray that you have that opportunity. We do recognize that it's a crazy time, and for some people, it's a, it's a difficult time, whether difficult financially or difficult relationally. Maybe this is your first holiday without a loved one, or you're um, navigating strained relationships with family, or maybe it's financial difficulties. We know it is not all fun for everyone. And we're thinking of you, praying for you. And we want you to know, though, that it is still um, valuable to set your hearts on Christmas, to remember that Jesus came to save us, to look around and see the celebration, to remember that it is all about Emmanuel, God with us, because he loves us so much. You are loved, you are seen, um, and we're glad that you're joining us today. Today, we're doing something a little different. We're going to play one of our favorite ever Believe messages. Believe is a Christmas service that we do at Lake Hills Church every year to kick off the Christmas season. And we believe it's important to set your hearts and minds right before things get too crazy. So today's message is from 2014. And it's about remembering one of I don't, I'm going to go ahead and say the most overlooked parts of the Christmas story. So hope you enjoy and hope you have a very Merry Christmas. Thank you all for coming out and welcome to Believe 2014. You guys can go ahead and have a seat. For those of you who don't know, I'm Julie Richard and I love Christmas. And the only day to me that is better than Believe Day is Christmas Day. And I love it because in our family growing up, we had many Christmas traditions. And so in our family now with Emily and Joseph, we try to establish a lot more Christmas traditions. Because as I've said before, there's no such thing as too much or too soon when it comes to celebrating Christmas. Come on, for Pete's sake, it's the birth of the Savior. Go ahead and get that tree out. One of the traditions that we have at our home is this nativity advent calendar. I'm going to put it there for y'all to see. And it is many, many years old. And you can see how we count down December. 
starting on day one, day two, all the way through Christmas Eve. Now, in our family, we get very excited when we get down to the bottom row because that means it's almost here. Now, when we get to the last four, we have to be very strategic because, you know, it's not fair for the same person to get to put baby Jesus up every year. And it only makes sense that Joseph would get to put up Joseph every year. And so every year I have to remember the order that we go in. And so what we decided was that we will alternate. And Emily goes on even years and Joseph goes on odd years. And we tease him and say it's easy to remember because he's a little odd. And you know I'm kidding because odd in our family is a huge compliment that means you fit in with everybody else. And so we get down to the end and we put up the last three, Mary, Joseph, and the baby, and the baby Jesus. But you know, almost every time we read the Christmas story, we read it from the book of Luke. And you know, the book of Luke is an awesome account of the Christmas story. And it tells about how Mary rode on the donkey and how they went all the way to Bethlehem. But you know what? There is, I would say, a pretty important role player in the Christmas story that the book of Luke does not even mention. It tells a lot of details because we know that Luke was a doctor. And so when he wrote the book of Luke, he remembered many, many details. But he left out this one in my opinion, pretty big part of Christmas, a pretty big role player in the Christmas story. I'm going to see if you can figure out what I'm talking about because I'm going to go back to the first book of the New Testament. I'm going to read about Christmas night from the book of Matthew. And the book of Matthew mentions the character or the role player that I'm going to talk about today. So I want you to read it up on the screen, and I'm going to see if you can pay attention and figure out who this role player is. So from the book of Matthew, chapter 2, Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King Herod. About that time, some wise men, some of you are thinking it's the wise man. Heads up, it's not. The wise men, I didn't want you to embarrass yourself and go, wise men, oh, awkward, wrong. <laughs> the wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, they went to King Herod. I think it's so fascinating in the book of Matthew, we see that the birth of Jesus wasn't just a religious event, a celebration for the religious people, but it was political. King Herod was paying attention. And it was also the scientific world, the astrologers or the wise men. You know, the birth of Jesus was a big deal. And we're reminded right there that Jesus comes for everyone. I distracted myself. Okay, I, I do that, you know, especially about Christmas. And so the wise men said to King Herod, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. Some of you may have guessed what the main carrier. I'm going to go back just in case, okay? Read that second verse one more time. Where is the newborn king of the Jews, the wise men said. We saw his Oh, such good students. We saw his star as it rose, and we have come to worship him. And as we go down to the next, you see, Herod did not want another king. 
And so he was all about trying to figure out where this king was. And the wise men, though, figured that out quickly. But they knew how to get to the king, the newborn king, because they knew to follow the Oh, good listeners, let's go on down to the next verse. And the star they had seen in the east guided them to, who remembers where Jesus was born? Oh, good job. When I used to teach, I would say, Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Let's say it again. Jesus was born in Very good. All the way to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child, what child? Good job. Where the child was. When they saw the they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw, that's a little, little tidbit. See, they didn't enter the stable. This was later. They had already moved out of the stable. That was free. Okay. So they entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold frankincense and myrrh. Who has that on your Christmas list this year? (laughs) Yes, Santa, just bring me some frankincense, please. But it was a big deal then. It was a very big gift for the wise men to bring gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And I think that you see that the star played a huge role. You see down in our nativity, when we get to the end, when we have baby Jesus and Joseph and Mary, guess what the one is that we put up right before? See, we consider the star a big role player because the star told the wise men where to find who? Where to find Jesus. And do you know that if you keep reading the book of Matthew, we find out in chapter 5 exactly what the star's job was is supposed to be our job every day. You see, the star is a big role player. It's true. The star didn't do quite as much as Mary. He's not a headliner. And, you know, Joseph, he's not quite as significant in baby Jesus' life. But the star is still a big deal. The star had one job. Everybody say one. One job. Oh, sometimes it's hard to remember that one job. But the star knew his job, and he did his one job very well. His job was to shine bright and point people to Jesus. That was it. The the star didn't have to remember anything, and it's a good thing because he probably didn't have a brain. But the star remembered, my job, my only job is to shine bright so everybody sees me. No, to shine bright to point people to Oh my goodness, it's so awesome because if you continue reading the book of Matthew, you go through, see he's a baby in Matthew too, and then you continue to read and you see that he was baptized by John the Baptist. And then in the next chapter, you see that he began his ministry and he called his disciples to minister with him. And then in chapter five, Jesus says it himself. In the same way, he's talking to the people. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. You see, Jesus was telling us we have one job here. Now, it looks different in everybody's life, but we have one job. Just like the star had one job. And it's the same job, so it's real easy to remember. I'm going to give you a clue. Our job is to shine bright. Say, shine bright. bright. 
you know what? I feel compelled to tell you at this moment that when you say shine bright, you should have a smile on your face. It sounds different. Let's try it again. Shine bright. Shine bright. To point people to Jesus. So as we approach this crazy holiday season and you're about to get real busy and real distracted, I'm going to remind you, you have one job. You have one job, guys. Come on now. You can remember one job. But I have 48 things on my to-do list. Yes. But in everything that you already do, you have but one job to shine bright and point people to. So guys, it's real easy. I'm going to encourage you. A lot of you have already dreamed of this, maybe one day when you were young. Be a star. Be a star. Turn to your neighbor and say, be a star. And those of you who are old enough to know Molly Shannon, a superstar. We're not just going to be a regular star. Do you see on our nativity, we have these regular stars. They're nice stars. They're lovely stars. They had jobs too. But guess what? We have the superstar. The superstar let people know where Jesus was. So you're going to go out, and during this holiday season, you're going to get a little busy, and then you're going to remember. Superstar. Okay? You're going to remember. You're going to be thinking, oh, my gosh, i got to go. i got to take chicken nuggets to the class. i gotta, I got to make sure all the teachers have the gifts. And, you know, if you're like me, you probably buy them. If you homemade them, good for you. Hey, hats off. But all you got to remember, you get to the end of the list, and you go, oh, that's right. I have one job. Superstar. Turn to your neighbor, superstar. When you're dropping your daughter off at school and she gets out in the carpool line and you go, have a good day, honey. Remember, superstar. (laughs) And when you see your friends in the hallway at school and you're going in the cafeteria and boy, anybody who's been in a middle school cafeteria knows shark infested waters. (laughs) And so you sit down at the table and you see your friends from Believe and you go, superstar. And you bump into me at Target. I'm there every day. I love it. Sometimes I just linger in the dollar section. I love it. It's amazing what they can give me for a dollar. I love it. It makes me so happy. And when you see me, I hope you see me from across Target. And you go, hey, Julie, superstar. Because that's what I'm going to be saying to you, superstar. It's real easy. This is going to be interactive. We're going to pretend like we were cheerleaders, Okay. Everybody, give me an S. S. Okay, now, girls, it's believe. We're going to try it again. Give me an S. S. First, smile big. That's it. Smile big. Do you know what your face tells the people around you? When that, they hand you your Chick-fil-A meal, which means your kitchen is still clean, you should smile back at them. And sometimes they'll apologize and say, here's a gift card because you had to wait. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? I mean, I've won the lottery. I'm going to smile back at them. Smile big. Because if you were here last year, you remember your Christmas countenance reveals your holiday heart. And what are we remembering during Christmas? Yes, we love the excitement. But we remember that our one job is to shine bright, to point people to. That's it. So S is smile big. That's easy. Smile big. Got it? Let me look. Let me look. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. You don't even have to tell your family. You just do. That's right. It's great. (laughs) My family's totally used to it now. It's totally normal around our house. Okay, now give me a T. T. 
T, talk nice. It's real simple. It's not rocket science. Smile big and talk nice. You know, does anybody remember? I remember the first dimmer switch we had in our house growing up. It was at the dining room table, and you could turn it down, and the lights would get darker, and then you could turn it back up, and they would get brighter. It wasn't just a plain old switch. It was round. Anybody remember the dimmer switch? Turn it up, turn it down. Let me tell you about your dimmer switch. If you're a star, negative talk, ugly talk, complaining dims your light. And then you think, oh, I'm aware, therefore I'm going to be intentional. I'm going to talk nice. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be encouraging. I'm going to say kind words. <gasps> Turning my light back up. Think of your mouth as your dimmer switch. You smile big and you talk nice. See, look, that's so easy. Smile big and talk nice. That's right. And those of you who have teenagers, they'll probably remind you talk nice. I know everybody was thinking I was going to take a shot at some teenagers. The teenagers at Lake Hills Church are the most awesome people in our church. And I will tell you that if you dread having teenagers, you should spend some time in our student ministry because it will make you feel great about the future. And so teenagers, you're probably going to have to remind your mom, talk nice, okay? So smile big, talk nice. Now, anybody who knows how to spell R, star, knows what's coming next. So, I've said S, I've said T, give me an Good job. We got some good spellers in here. Give me an A. This one is so fun, guys. Add joy. So, you smile big, talk nice, add joy. Everywhere you go, every action is an opportunity to add joy. Every trip to Target is an opportunity. Every trip to HEB is an opportunity. Every interaction, if you sit at a cafeteria table at school, you can be aware and be intentional about adding joy to the table. Oh, we're so busy, though. We have dentist appointments. We have doctor's appointments. Well, as you're walking in, think, I'm going to add joy. I hope that when I leave... They're just a little happier. I hope that when I leave, they think, usually people think, ugh, when I leave. But <laughs> I, Max says that I say all the time, I don't think she knows what to do with me. <laughs> he says I say that quite often, actually. But smile big, talk nice, and add joy. Every interaction at the breakfast table at home. When you go home to your husband, add joy. When you go home to your children, add joy, be aware, and then once you're aware, be intentional to smile big, to talk nice, and to add joy. And finally, what's the last letter that we're talking about? R. Finally, guys, this one, if I gave you some clues, you could probably get it. Remember Jesus. Okay, remember Jesus for Pete's sake. If I had my own version of scripture, that's what it would say. Jesus for crying out loud is the reason for the season. And so that is why we celebrate. Julie, you seem to love Christmas. I do, I love Jesus. And every Christmas I'm reminded he came from heaven. I mean, guys, Austin is great, but it's not heaven. And he came from heaven. And he came to Bethlehem and he grew up and he was crucified, and he overcame death for me. So yeah, no such thing as too many lights on my tree. 
because I remember that I'm celebrating Jesus' birth. And it's a big deal. So, remember Jesus. Turn to your neighbor. You may have to do a little pointing and say, remember Jesus. Remember Jesus. Because, guess what? That sounds kind of funny. We're all in church right now, and you're like, yeah, sister, amen. Remember Jesus. But if, when you go to the cleaners and they lost your you know, new jacket, or when you get in line at Tyler's to buy one more gift, you know, one more Keith Austin weird shirt, and you think, I've got all the nieces and nephews covered, and you get in line, and it takes 84 hours, and you're thinking, but I just had one more errand run I want you to remember. It's not about me right now. I'm a star. I'm going to smile big. I'm going to talk nice because you're tempted to turn around to the girl behind you and go, what do you think they're thinking here? What do you, it'd be really awesome if they'd open another register, don't you think? But yeah, you're dimming. You're dimming. And guess what? When you dim your light, it dims everybody around you. It, the whole room gets a little bit darker. And so you remember, I'm aware and I'm intentional. I'm going to smile big. I'm going to talk nice. Are you going to do that? Yeah? I'm going to add joy. And then I'm going to what? I'm going to remember Jesus. Let's go through it right up here, and I'm going to give you the motions. Because you know what? Sometimes motions come in handy. When you really, if you think, my children used to say when I would get really frustrated with them and still smile, you know, that was their most irritating thing that I could do. It's because I'd be really mad at them and I'd be smiling like this. And so sometimes it's just better not to speak, you know, when you're frustrated. And so now we're just going to do the motion. So let's go through our review real quick about how to be a star. Not just a star, but a superstar. superstar. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's run through them. Do we have the list? Oops. Yes. Smile big. Everybody say smile big. Talk nice. Everybody say talk nice. Talk nice. Add joy. Everybody say add joy. Add joy. Wait, was your face joyful like mine? It felt a little strained. It should be that joyful. Let's try it again. Add joy. Add joy. And remember Jesus. Okay, let's do it. Ready? Here we go. Ready? One, two, three. Smile big. Talk nice. Add joy. Remember Jesus. Remember Jesus. You see, because the truth is, if I remember Jesus, the others fall into place. If I remember that it's about Jesus, then my reflex is to smile big and talk nice and add joy. You see, I have a reflex when I'm in the grocery store or when I'm in uh, Nordstrom or when I'm in JCPenney's, wherever I am, and they start playing Christmas music. That's my cue. I began singing along with whoever, Mariah usually. <laughs> I sing along with her. And the truth is, when I'm in my car by myself, I sound just like her. <laughs> I do. I do. And when I'm walking in the grocery store, I can forget that there are other people in there. And so I'm just singing away because it's a reflex. I don't even think about it. I hear the music. I start singing. I hear the music. I start singing. I want you to have a reflex. I want you to have a reflex this holiday season. When you remember Jesus, you smile big, you talk nice, you add joy. Remember Jesus. Then you smile big, talk nice, add joy, remember Jesus. You see how it's going to work? You see how it's, we can change the communities that we live in? Because there's some people, guys, when it comes to Christmas holidays, they dread them. 
they dr- I can't imagine anything worse. I mean, I, I feel so bad, and I feel so bad for those people. So what I want to do is I'm going to turn my light up, and I'm going to concentrate. I can't get into their world, but I sure can make my light brighter because Jesus said, Julie, you have one job. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and bring glory to the Father in heaven. You see, we're the connection here. We help people make the connection between Christmas and their heavenly Father. Because a lot of people just think Christmas means lights, and I love me some lights. But I love lights because it's more than that. John 3, 16 says, For God loved the world so much, for God loves you so much that he sent his son, that whoever believes, are you kidding me right now? That whoever believes in him would never die but have eternal life. That's the bottom line for Christmas. If you believe, then Jesus says, there's a lot of reason to celebrate if you believe in me because now you have hope, you have joy, you have peace, and now you're ready to be a star, but not just a star, a superstar. You know what, guys? I think we should pray. I think we should pray because sometimes we all agree in here, and man, it gets cloudy the minute I leave those doors. So I'm going to pray right now that you remember Jesus, and that when you remember Jesus, you have the reflex to smile big, to talk nice, and to add joy, because that's why you're here. Jesus says, let your light shine. So let's pray. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for Christmas. God, we thank you for sending Jesus so that we could accept him, believe in him, and because of that, live in relationship with you. God, I pray right now that if there's some girls or ladies here who haven't yet said, I believe, Jesus, I believe in you, and I receive you into my life, and this Christmas will be different. I pray right, God, right now that you would stir in their hearts and that they would lean into you. God, I also pray for every person in here that you hover over them, Holy Spirit, during this holiday season, and that when they begin to forget, that you remind them that Jesus came, that we may live a full life, a rich and overflowing life, full of peace and full of joy. God, help us remember to be a star, a superstar in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. We're so glad you joined us today. You can get more resources and information at fearlessmom.com.